pornography. It's a topic you don't hear people talk too openly about, do you? You know, in a world where we hide our struggles and only share our filtered truths, I believe it's a time that we do start talking openly. And today, I'm going to be talking with Matt Klein of Restored Ministries, an organization that walks alongside men and women who struggle with pornography and sexual addictions. And before you turn off the camera thinking, this is not what I struggle with, I believe that we all have some kind of addiction, something that we run to to fill a void. And so today, we're going to start talking very raw and real. So stick around to this segment of Contagious Courage with VN King. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for being here on the set of Contagious Courage today. Uh, and being willing to talk very raw and real and open about a topic that affects so many. Yeah, it's important. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Uh, so Matt, first of all, I want you to tell me uh, what Restored Ministries is and why you are so passionate about this topic. Yeah, well, Restored Ministries is an organization that walks alongside people, men and women, in helping them get free from pornography and sexual addictions. And there's different organizations that are, that are about promoting the awareness of the harms of pornography. And we do a little bit about that, but more so it's just taking someone who's in addiction yeah. and saying, this is how you can get free, doing it from a biblical perspective and, and saying, when you get free, do it in a way that uh, grows your intimacy with Jesus so that once you're free, you can just prosper in your calling for him. I, I love that. How important is it to be raw and real, to be able to talk about uh, what struggles that we have? Yeah, well, it's really important because, as you know, when we talk about things, it all of a sudden gives other people freedom and gives them maybe the, the courage to talk about something that they don't necessarily feel comfortable talking about. And so, when I, as you talk, or as I've talked about pornography with a lot of people or from a stage or whatever it would be, a lot of people have come to me and said, you know, I've never talked to anybody about this or mm. I've never told anybody about this. And then it gives them an opportunity to confess for the first time their addiction to pornography. Mm. And so that's kind of the, the, the first step that they need in order to break free. And you know, there's so many wide ranging effects to pornography when you're in that addiction. And maybe you withhold yourself from relationships and you feel like you're not worthy of living the call that God has for you. And so there's so many different things that this holds you back from. And so when we talk about it, it's that first step that people need in order to break free and, and really move forward in what God has for them. Um, and addictions, uh, no matter what it is, um, how much do you feel that it's people trying to fill a void of something? And, and what is the, the common thread that you kind of see? Yeah, well, God put, put in us this desire and this craving, you could say, for love and for relationships and for contentment and to, to feel you know, successful or satisfied um, with what you're doing because he's given us a purpose and he wants us to go after that. But when we don't know what that is or we don't feel adequate that we can do that, we don't feel connected or we don't feel loved, we still have the craving to feel all those things. And so a lot of times we go to pornography or we go to other addictions as well. Mm -hmm. But the damage with pornography, part of it is that it's an, it's something you do in, the, in secret mm -hmm. and you do it in the dark yeah. by yourself. And so yeah. it's such an isolated thing where... There's other addictions that's more maybe a public thing or a social thing, um, yeah. but pornography, people feel so alone because they, they do it on a Saturday night and then they go to church Sunday and the lie that Satan feeds, he used to feed me this one, but a lot of people is that you're the only one in this church yeah. that did this last mm. night 
And so you feel so alone and that's why it's so important again for us to talk about it and know yeah. that we, we can go to a safe place. Yes. Um, I think that's very, uh, very important that uh, we start talking. And it's interesting because uh, when you talk about, oh yeah, you, you do that thing on a Saturday night and then you're in church on Sunday and you feel like so condemned, yeah. right? I've often uh, wondered about how much damage the church is actually doing to uh, allowing people to be free. Like we've hid our secret sins for years or generations, yet we judge the world for coming out of the closet or we judge the world because, oh, we don't struggle with that. Uh, how damaging is that? Yeah, well, it, it's hugely damaging to not talk about it. And I, I love that, that we judge the world for coming out, but we've, we've been in the closet ourselves with our, with our sins. And I love that that's a reality that we can then look at and go, man, that we're doing this wrong. There's a, there's a stat done by the Barna Group. It was, uh, it's called the, the Porn Phenomenon. And they studied the world and their view on pornography, but also within the church. And, and their numbers were that there's 14% of senior pastors and 21% of youth pastors who are currently struggling with pornography. And then, I mean, the vast majority of them, 87%, felt like like they were so ashamed because of what they did um, in secret, and they couldn't break free. And so it just it cripples somebody's confidence to lead, right? Because yeah. we're trying to teach on freedom and be an example of the Lord set me free, and this is what freedom looks like, but you know you're not free. Mm. And so, you know, it's not like the majority of pastors out there are, are watching pornography. Yeah. I don't believe that. but. yeah. yeah. But within the congregation, then there is a higher number of people who are who are engaged in it. And whether it's that, whether that's every day or every week or every month, yeah. um, you know, it's still even if it's once a month, people go, "Well, I'm not necessarily addicted." But when you're struggling with something every month, you might go two or three weeks and go, "Oh man, I'm getting free. I'm not doing this anymore." And then you fall again, and it's just like you can't quite break free. And it's really crippling to somebody um, when they're in the congregation and they're struggling, but also when it's not talked about from the stage because then they're encouraged to not talk about it. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to judge other people on their, their actions, but we judge ourselves on, on our intentions, right? Yes. And so we go, well, I intend to do well, or I, I think pornography is immoral and other people think maybe it's fine. And so we judge them, but then, then I'm, I'm engaging in it myself, right? Yes. And so we got to take care of ourselves. But in the church... There's been a lack of understanding and a lack of willingness to actually go out and talk about it. And I, I relate it to David and Goliath in scripture because for 40 days, Goliath taunted the uh -huh. people of God morning and night and he taunted them and I'm too big and I'm too scary and you can't come and beat me and you can't even take a step closer to me, right? Yeah, yeah. And the church has been silenced day and night morning and evening talking by, by pornography saying, hey, I'm too big of a giant for you to deal with. And so our leaders and our people in the congregations have been silenced and scared. Like this is something we can't talk about. Yeah. But it's interesting because I even had a pastor a couple months ago who had that mindset and he came to one of our events and he said, you know, what's interesting is I realized when I was there that when we start talking about it, it's actually not as scary as what you think. Right. Because in scripture, Jesus talked about lust, but he didn't whisper when he did it. Yeah. <laughs> you just talked about it just like you talked yes. about anything else. Yes. I, it's interesting uh, because when I started talking about my infidelity and I started talking about the things that I struggled with, I started realizing that I had to be okay with people who were still judging me for that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And it also brings glory to God's name when we talk about it and say, this is what I've done. This is where I've come from. And it's interesting because there's also... Um, 
there's study done on there's studies done on um, when you talk about your past but you've overcome, you inspire people to not even engage in what you've in what you've what you've overcome. Whereas when you don't talk about it, the people that you influence are more likely to do what you did. Mm. And so it's interesting knowing that when you talk about it from a standpoint of I've been set free from it, it encourages people to not even go there and just to stay free. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, if she can do it or if he can do it, then yeah. I can do it. So, so Matt, in uh, like you work with Restored Ministries and you walk alongside uh, people, what are some first steps that you would uh, want to share with somebody watching uh, that may be struggling? Sure. Well, anybody, even if they're not engaged with Restored Ministries, I think the first thing you have to do is you got to talk to people. I remember when I was engaged in it, the first time I told someone, it literally felt like a million pounds had lifted off my shoulders mm -hmm. the next day. And I remember that feeling so clearly. I felt so awkward every time for the first few times, but then it became more natural and mm -hmm. more natural and more natural as I kept on doing it. Um, but then I would encourage people also to then get help because a lot of it is... is uh, is changing your mindset and changing how yes. you think about things. And so with Restored, there's a online boot camp, we call it, an okay. online course that people can take. Okay. And um, that's a course that's really good for people who are in shame and they don't want to talk to people because it kind of breaks down some barriers and, mm -hmm. and kind of leads them into that relationship offline with people. But yep. um, there's eight film sessions and there's worksheets. Um, and then there's also... Uh, events that Restored does and there's coaching programs that are available. There's a there's a variety of things that people can do. That's that's great and I will have all of the links uh, to all the things that Matt uh, just uh, mentioned in the description of the video. Uh, Matt, I just want to thank you so much for being here uh, today and being able to talk about the whole addictions, about feeling alone, anything else that you would want to maybe add uh, before we um, say goodbye today. You know, keep in mind the truth about David and Goliath, where Goliath came across as so big and scary and, and unbeatable. But David went, no, this battle is the Lord's and I'm close to him and therefore I can beat it. And so a lot of people say, well, this is something I'm going to struggle with the rest of my life. But you don't have to. And like you were saying, you can be an example of freedom. And I'm an example of freedom. and I, I don't have any fear in me that I'm going to ever engage in it again because I'm just free, right? Yeah. Um, and so... You can get free, stay encouraged that you can be free and you can get there sooner than you think and more powerfully than you think. And so stay close to the Lord, stay close to people in your life, set up those support systems yeah. you're talking about and you can do it. Thank you for all that you do. You are a very uh, a courageous individual that helps other people to be courageous. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. And uh, all that's left to say is not to us, O oh Lord, not to us, but to you in your name goes all the honor and glory for your unfailing love and faithfulness. Until next time, bye for now. I'm so excited that uh, we get to talk about this topic. I know, I said it, I'm excited to talk about pornography and sexual addictions. That's not uh, what I meant, but I'm gonna start over. <laughs> That was funny. That, that was is funny. funny. Maybe I could use yeah. that in a bloopers or something. <laughs> um, I know that you are gonna be helping way way more way dude like what <laughs> i was gonna do that to get it out of my system okay okay let matt do it too like, yeah <laughs>